This is 101.1 FM WBRULP, WFOOLP, WVVX, LP Providence. It's about 7 o'clock on a Friday evening, and you are listening to The Beat Surrender. Welcome back, friends, to another spine-tingling episode of the Beat Surrender. <laughs> yeah, we're going to tingle tonight, all right. Now, this is Season 6, Episode 13, and my name is Dan, and I will be your host for the next hour. And if you are new to the show, well, let's get down to brass tacks. I will run through a wall to bring you the best in classic punk, post-punk, proto-punk, cow-punk, power-pop, garage rock, alt-country, ska, new wave, and even a taste of some of the new stuff that speaks to the old stuff. So, pour yourself something cold tonight, because chances are it's hot wherever you may be, and uh, things are about to get hotter. (laughs) Hey, Hey, who writes this stuff? On tonight's show, we have new music from Brad Marino, we have the latest edition of This Week in Punk Rock History, and we have a minefield of classic jams, just like this one.
white The girl baby's wet I'll dry your tears I love you I am the milkman Of human kindness I will leave an extra
to play So we started running From across the way You can hear the drumming FM, you are tuned to the Beat Surrender, and that was the Plimsolls rounding out a set of songs from 1983. Yeah, we decided to take another dip into 1983 in our quest to celebrate the years ending in three. 1973 and 2003 still to come. All right. Now we heard Everywhere at Once from the Plimsolls, title track from their second studio album and major label debut on Geffen Records. Now the Plimsolls made a cameo appearance as a bar band in the greatest movie released in 1983. Yes, you are correct. I'm talking about the cinematic masterpiece known as Valley Girl. Yeah, with a young Nick Cage already firing on all cylinders. (laughs) Now my favorite scene is when Nick and his buddy take the Valley Girls to the um, to their neighborhood in Hollywood, and um, when they walk uh, into their favorite dive bar, it's the Plimsolls who are playing the song we just heard. Yeah, great stuff. All right. Hey, we did a little synth pop from Ministry before that. Yes, I said Ministry. Yeah, in a previous life, they were a synth pop band before they got all uh, dark and scary. Uh, From their debut album, With Sympathy, we heard Effigy. Yeah. Billy Bragg told us about the milkman of human kindness from his debut record, Life's a Riot with Spy vs. Spy. Yeah, just Billy and his guitar and amp on that one, giving us some trebly goodness. 
And hey, you know what? I think we could all use an extra pint of human kindness these days. Am I right? All right. And that little band from Athens, Georgia, kicked off the show with Catapult from their debut long player Murmur on IRS Records. Now, if my memory serves me correctly, and it probably doesn't, <laughs> but I think Catapult was my first REM song. I feel like I heard that one before Radio Free Europe. Is that even possible? I don't know. Anyway, always a favorite song of mine, and, and that album really set the tone for my future taste in music. Game changer, as they say. And hey, who can believe that was 40 years ago? My oh my. All right. Hey, that was a cool trip back to 1983, and we'll make another visit or two later in the show. But now let us turn to some new music. Our man Brad Marino has a new single out called Ramones and Stones, and I loved it before I even heard it. <laughs> and after I listened to it, I loved it even more. Yeah, coming on the heels of his wonderful album from last year, Basement Beat, which was an homage to the Ramones. Um, this song continues with that album, Left Off. And who can deny the fun of the opening verse, right? Uh, it goes a little like this. Keep the Kinks, Beatles 2, Bob Dylan, and The Who. Billy Joel's a big fat jerk, and Elvis Presley didn't write his own work. <laughs> all right. Hey, you gotta love it. <laughs> and don't worry, I'm sure uh, Brad is a big fan of all those bands. Yeah. Well, maybe except for Billy Joel, but hey, you can't win them all, right? All right. Uh, Ramones and Stones is available to stream and download on all or most of the streaming platforms out there. Uh, I'm pretty sure I downloaded my copy from uh, Bandcamp, but um, I've seen it on Amazon and iTunes, so it's out there, people. All right. Ladies and germs, stomp your hands, clap your feet for some brand new Brad Marino. Crap. 
101.1 FM, Brown Student and Community Radio. This is The Beat Surrender, and we began that set with new music from Brad Marino. Yeah, his newest single called Ramones and Stones, and it's everything we hoped it would be. (laughs) So, in compliance, we followed with some Ramones, patron saints of the show, and some Stones. Yeah, we heard Commando from the Ramones from their second album, Leave Home, released on Sire Records in 1977. One of my favorite Ramones songs, though there are too many to count. I mean, I've got about 20 in my top five. Uh, But the rules to live by never fail to amuse me in Commando. Yeah, so let's go over the rules. First rule is the laws of Germany. Second rule is be nice to mommy. Third rule is don't talk to commies. Fourth rule is eat kosher salami. Yeah, (laughs) I can get behind some of those rules. (laughs) Now, the song was written by Didi, who grew up in Germany, in a military family, you know, stationed in in Berlin. And some say that those are the rules that Didi had to live by as a kid. Yeah, as dictated by his domineering, problematic uh, father. Yeah. So, looking at it from that vantage point, you know, the song starts to make sense. You know? But, hey, who needs sense? (laughs) All I know is that uh, the song makes me feel good every time I hear it and uh, that goes for most Ramon songs and uh, what more can you ask from a band, right? Alright. Hey, and uh, let us all raise a glass for Tommy Ramon. He was the last of the original brothers to pass away nine years ago this week on July 11th, 2014. Alright. Alright. Stones followed with Shattered from their Some Girls LP from 1978. Now, some Rolling Stones purists might look down on Shattered as not being a representative Stone song, but uh, I say screw them. <laughs> yeah, I really dig the uh, New York, New Wave vibe of that song, and it delivers it in spades. Yeah. All right. And we close out the set with Beady Eye. Yeah, doing Beatles and Stones. Yeah. Now, that was from their 2011 debut called Different Gear, Still Speeding. Now, I'm sure some of you recognize the voice of Liam Gallagher there. In fact, BDI are composed of all the remaining members of Oasis after Brother Noel left the band. Yeah. (laughs) And the album is really good. Yeah, I know. I mean, dare I say, I like it better than any Oasis album. Yeah, I know. Hot take, I know. (laughs) And probably a rubbish take as they say, across the pond. All right, hey, you know what time it is. It is time for this week in punk rock history. And this week, we are going back to July 8th, 1979. Black Flag engage in a bit of subterfuge to get on the bill at an open-air concert at Pollywog Park at Manhattan Beach, just south of Los Angeles. Yeah, there was a series of concerts at the park, which usually had a little jazz combo or a light pop band playing. On this occasion, the U.S. Air Force Orchestra was booked to play, but something prevented them from making it. So, guitarist and bandleader Greg Ginn persuaded the Manhattan Beach Parks and Recreation Office that Black Flag were a soft rock band that played stuff like Fleetwood Mac. (laughs) Now, the promised audition tape was never sent in. And as the date approached, the band was allowed to play without the usual clearance. Well, as soon as the band started playing, it was clear to the 20 or so families having picnics that this wasn't a soft rock band. (laughs) And uh, add to that a small crowd of spiky-haired L.A. punks in torn jeans and leather, uh, some druggies, and a smattering of skate punks suddenly appearing down in front of the stage. (laughs) And the, uh, the families uh, were not pleased and started throwing handfuls of their lunches. Yeah, sandwiches, chicken bones, fruit, empty bottles. 
<laughs> it was mayhem in the park. <laughs> now, despite it all, Black Flag finished their set, uh, one of the most memorable of their early career. Uh, a few days later, they would see in the press that the Manhattan Beach Recreation Department's special events supervisor um, apologizing for the unseemly event in a press release. Quote, We plan to screen and audition every act from now on, so nothing like this will ever happen again. Bye. 
You are listening to The Beat Surrender. And we started that set with Black Flag from their very first EP, Nervous Breakdown, released in 1979 on SST Records. And we heard the song, Wasted. Yeah. And that was uh, Keith Morris on vocals. Now, he would leave Black Flag soon after the release of the EP and go on to form The Circle Jerks. Yeah. All right. So now this set was uh, all about getting wasted and loaded and uh, tripping hard until we all uh, checked ourselves in for treatment. Yeah. (laughs) Now, uh, Los Lobos sang us a sweet and bouncy song about getting loaded. Yeah. Getting loaded never sounded so good. And that was from their 1984 release, How Will the Wolf Survive? Their second full-length album and first for major label Warner Brothers. Sonic Youth followed. Yeah, Sonic Youth. We haven't heard from them in a little while. Uh, From their fifth studio album, Daydream Nation, from 1988 on Enigma Records, we heard all about Eric's trip. Yeah. And the replacements found themselves (laughs) treatment-bound, tying a nice little bow on that set of debauchery. Yeah. 
We're going nowhere as fast as we can. Yeah, oh, how I remember those days. <laughs> and that was from their second full-length album, Nanny," released on Twin Tone Records and Tapes in 1983. Yeah, chalk up another song for 1983, and we'll have uh, one more before it is all said and done. All right? Hey, let's keep it rolling, friends. And uh, how about another listener request?
101.1 FM. This is the Beat Surrender, and that was Wilco doing Passenger Side from their debut album AM from 1995, released only months after the breakup of Uncle Tupelo. Yeah, hey, you know, sad that Uncle Tupelo broke up, but happy that we got two great bands out of the split, right? Wilco and Sun Volt. Yeah, so hey, look on the bright side, kids. All right. (laughs) Now, before we worked our way up to the passenger side, we were relegated to the back seat. Yeah, and Boston's uh, Del Fuegos were none too happy about it. (laughs) From their debut album, The Longest Day, released on Slash Records in 1984, we heard Backseat Nothing. Yeah, a Fuegos classic. And that was uh, by request by our man Mike in Connecticut. Yeah, not only did he request the Del Fuegos, he suggested we play the Plimsolls and uh, Ministry from the first set. So, uh, yeah, Mike pretty much programmed one-fifth of the show tonight. (laughs) And hey, you can be like Mike too. Yeah, if there's something you want to hear, hit us up on our Facebook or Instagram pages, and uh, I'm all ears, baby. Yeah, all right. Oh, and uh, one other note, uh, Warren Zanes of the Del Fuegos, who wrote a great biography of Tom Petty, just wrote a new book about uh, Bruce Springsteen and the making of his Nebraska album. And he will be in town next week promoting it at the Pop Emporium in Providence on uh, July 21st. And uh, Rhode Island rock luminaries, uh, Mark Cutler, Ted Leo, and Ian O'Neill of Deer Tick, uh, we'll be on hand to play some songs. Yeah, pretty cool. And uh, I just missed out on getting some tickets. Yeah, yeah, that sold out pretty quick. Dang me. All right, I'll uh, lick my wounds later. But now uh, we have reached that time once again when we must wave goodbye. But before we do, let's play one more song from 1983. And if uh, you're familiar with the show, you know what's uh, coming next, right? Who's could do, of course. Yeah, the rule is, if we play some replacements, uh, something replacements related, then uh, we'll also play something Husker related, and vice versa. Uh, That's the rule. Oh, that and eat kosher salamis. Yeah, that's the two rules we live by at the Beat Surrender. (laughs) So, uh, hey, let's go back to a seven-song EP um that who's could do put out 1983 on sst records called metal circus it was the first that uh, who's could do put out um, um it was the first record that they started showing some uh, poppier influences uh, amidst the uh, speedy hardcore that they had been playing at the time yeah so this is a grant hart song called it's not funny anymore yeah and i think you can hear the future of who's could do in this song so all right. Till next time. This has been the Beat to Render on 101.1 FM WBRULP, WFOOLP, WVVX, LP Providence. All right. Hey, Pop Emporium, let me in. <laughs>